This is Mr. PTO, and you're listening to Echo Melder Radio, the media source for We the People of Main Street. So I want to thank you for checking your man out. Today's date is 12-31-2019. Happy New Year's Eve. It'll be Happy New Year's for some of you, depending on what part of the planet that you're on right now. For us here in the U.S., it is still New Year's Eve, so let me be the first to go ahead and tell you Happy New Year's. Thank you for checking out the podcast and all those good things. Uh, 2019 has been an interesting year for myself um, on a personal aspect. Uh, it's been a year of uh, growth. Uh, men- mentally, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say physically, but mentally and financially. Uh, some good things, some bad things. Just like I'm sure all of you that are listening, you had your ups and downs through 2019. The good thing is 2019 is over. Uh, If it was a trash year for you, then just know that that was last year for you here in a few minutes. If it was a great year, one of your best years, just know that you can relax on what happened here in 2019. And do not expect that just to carry over in 2020. Whatever it is that you did to get to have the best year of yours in 2019, just know that you have to still put in more effort for those things that don't apply in 2020. Before I get started with this next podcast, make sure that you follow Echo Mel Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. Feel free to hit me up in my email, echomeldradio at gmail.com. Also, to support the podcast, make sure you do that at anchor.fm forward slash echo meld radio forward slash support to support the podcast. Also, you can support the podcast through cash app at dollar sign echo meld radio. So again, folks, we're about to go into a new year here in a few hours. And um, there is just a couple of things I do want you to be mindful of while we're still celebrating. Enjoy the good time with your family, friends, colleagues, or maybe it's just you know, you're chilling out by yourself. That's always a good thing as well. You can't get mad at yourself. Oh, well, at least not most of the time you can't. Um, there are still things that are going on. Real life is still happening, even though you're having a good time. Getting drunk, smoking some weed, going to church. Whatever it is you're doing, great. Have fun be safe. But there's something I did want to discuss with you real quick. Uh, This is actually going to be for the state of Virginia, primarily for you. I know you already know what's going on. Actually, this won't be for the people in Virginia. This will be for the other 49 states because you in Virginia already know what's going on. Today's title of the podcast will be The Disarming of Virginia. Now, uh, Virginia is facing some of the strictest gun laws to come here in 2020. There are so many different components of their Senate Bill uh, 16. I don't even have enough time to talk about it because the ball will mess around and end up dropping and I'm still up here talking about this dadgum uh, SB 16 bill. I ain't got time for it just to break down every single part of it. But I will give you my opinions on the um, tense situation and what it could mean for gun owners in the 
uh, Virginia area or if you reside in Virginia. The one thing that was confusing to me was this clause seven. It was, um, which was a part in there that said, and now I'm paraphrasing this because it's just, it's too long for me to just go through all this crap for you. If you want to check it out, you can do that. Just type in Senate bill 16 or clause seven, which in other words says the pistol a pistol that can accept a magazine that's I think the cap is supposed to be like 10 rounds in that magazine but if the pistol can accept uh, another magazine that takes maybe 15 rounds that pistol is now considered illegal or if you have a detachable pistol or detachable magazine, sorry, that can take any larger size than 10 ammo in that magazine, it's an illegal firearm. Kind of crazy. So some of you may say, well, I have like a little pocket pistol, like a LCP or a Pico, which I think those, I know for sure the P, uh, the LCP holds six in the magazine, one in the chamber. Uh, yeah, still would be an illegal farm because I know for sure the LCP has a, a 15 round magazine that you can get on the aftermarket. So no people that have pocket pistols like LCPs or, um, Picos or, um, I, I forget a couple of the other ones, but those for sure. I know a lot of people have those. Yeah, sorry. Um, still would be illegal for sure with the LCP. Now, cause seven in theory, uh, if you bought a gun with the capacity of 10, it's your only magazine. Let's just say that, you know, I don't have anything else. I just got this this one magazine that it came with from the manufacturer that I was 10. You still can't have it. I just, I just, I'm harping on that because it's crazy to me because there's an option for you to go to 15 rounds. You can't have it at all. Like, sorry, don't think about it. And I keep saying this because I need you to understand, folks. Even with a small gun like that still technically illegal Senate bill 64. Now bear with me. Cause like I said, I'm going to have to paraphrase and uh, just make sure that you check out some of these bills. If you want to see what it is word for word online, but Senate bill 64 is an intent uh, is an intent law. Um, if you teach or demonstrate or use any applications of or making of any firearm, ex explosive, or incendiary device, or any techniques that can cause injury or death to any persons, and you're knowing that they have reasons for this, uh, this could be considered as training to use in civil disorder. So some of you people that are... Um, training for like self-defense classes with guns, 
you do those little training courses, or maybe you're the um, the licensed to carry instructor, and people go to your class to get their license to carry. You could be responsible for these people if they do anything with a gun. They would say, well, you helped train them or you helped them get this license to carry. So you're in trouble just like them. That is the stupidest thing. That That's the crazy. It's almost like the thing of um, the, old, the old school saying of if your friend jumped off a bridge, would you jump off too? Except now they're saying, hey, your friend jumped off a bridge. And even though you didn't, you still jumped off a bridge because that's your friend. When you're clearly still at ground level, never even got to the bridge. It's the dumbest thing I've heard in a while. And this makes me really nervous for the, the state of Virginia. You take something, you know like clay shooting you and your boys want to go clay shooting or you go teach your kids to go hunt on your property and if it is looked at as training for a civil disorder yeah you can be potentially arrested with a felony kind of crazy trying to teach your children a life skill like hunting in the event that if they ever needed to, or if you live in a rural area, you may actually have to hunt. There may not be a Walmart for a hundred miles. So you may have to go out there and, you know, kill that deer or squirrel or rabbit or whatever it is that you got to kill just to eat that day. So yeah, we're, we're doing a little bit much. And then just for somebody to say, Oh, it appears to be civil disorder. Really? Really? So if, let's say, you know, some guys get together, go on, you know, their friend's property may have five, ten acres, and they're going out there doing clay shooting on his property, and it's 10 or 15 of them, oh, they're practicing for civil disorder, call the police. And all of these people go to jail now? And get criminal charges for being homeboys, chilling, drinking a few beers, and busting a few clays? Really? 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 Crazy as hell to me, but whatever. House Bill 67. Pu uh, public safety employees will enforce the laws that they may not agree with. Now, if... According to uh, House Bill 67, if they go on strike, they are not eligible for any position or any of any capacity. Um, now, this is going to be based off of um, receiving jobs through the state or local governments. Basically, you'll be blacklisted for at least one year. And even you still face possible jail time and fines. This is just a wild time for Virginia. And even as, you know, uh, a pistol grip or a magazine, something simple like that can make you an instant felon. 
even if that magazine or that grip is not even attached to the gun, it's just there in the vicinity. Oh, felony. With this being said, the governor has even threatened to use the National Guard if the general public doesn't comply. Firearms like the AR-15 and the AK-47 are said to be grandfathered in as long as you register register those guns in the state's um, system. Now, from what I remember, anytime a country a country in most cases, anytime a country has required its citizens to register a gun, usually there's confiscation within like five years anyways. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you can keep your gun. Yeah, just make sure you register it. All right. And then two or three years later, oh, yeah, we. but, but by the way, we need that gun. And you can't tell us you ain't got it because you registered it. And yeah. Just going to hand that on over. Don't comply. We take you to jail. Craziness. Just just pure craziness. Now they're wanting registries of these guns. Well, I tell you, these people here. Now, from what was being said, um, does this make Virginia any safer? For sure, what it does is it makes decent people that follow the law Consider not to follow the law now. Or now they have to say, do I really want to be a, a felon because I literally have a a pistol that has six in a magazine or a shotgun that may hold anywhere from five to seven shells. And now all of these different rules have made it, made me be a felon now all of a sudden. Now, to me, no firearm is safe under these laws. And like I said, if you want people to register it, uh, that's just not that's just not a good thing. Just know that if you do start registering and everybody starts to do that, those guns will be gone in a few years. Now, that doesn't make sense because, you know, Registering a gun, wouldn't that mean that you would have gotten that gun through the government for you to register it, to, for this to make sense? Like, I, I get, like, registering the vote got that through the government, or maybe a driver's license got, through, got that through the government. But if I purchase a gun that I did not get through the government, what is the point of registering it? There's no point. And then for the government to say, oh, well, we have buybacks. How can you buy something that we didn't get from you? How? I get stock buybacks if a company wants to give its shareholders some extra stocks. Makes sense. They got the shares from them. But if people did not purchase their guns from the government, which hardly anybody ever does. How are you going to offer a buyback on something that you didn't sell? Makes absolutely no sense to me, Mr. PTO, but whatever people, whatever. 
What's the moral of the story? Well, moral of the story is if you live in Virginia and a gun owner, it might be a time to develop a plan to sell or not to sell. That is the question. So I'll go ahead and leave you that here in 2019, people. Yes, I know some of you are like, oh, man, Mr. PTO, that doesn't make me feel good to go into 2020. Well, Mr. PTO wants you to be informed going into 2020. Again, I'm not trying to kill your buzz. And I hope I'm not actually going to create you to start drinking even more. I hope that's not what's going to happen. But I do want you to know that some crazy gun laws may be passed down the whole end of uh, Virginia starting on January 8th. So starting January 8th, you might want to start paying attention to what Virginia is doing as far as their gun laws. Because if one state can get away with it, then all the other states want to do the same thing. Keep your eyes peeled for Virginia and see what's going on. If you got any family or friends there, definitely check in on them. Definitely if they're gun owners. And see what their reaction is and see what they have heard about certain situations. But as far as you, if you are a gun owner in any other state, you should know that your state is not exempt. For sure, if they can get all this crap to pass in Virginia, just know that your state most likely could be hit as well. All right, my good people, have a good night. Enjoy your your evening with your family and friends bringing in that new year. Uh, I just wish, you know, health and happiness and prosperity upon everybody uh, that's listening to this podcast. I thank you for sticking with Mr. PTO throughout the year of 2019. Some of you have been here since 2018 when uh, Echo Mail Radio started June of 2018. If you're one of those people that have started from the beginning, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just giving me your time at least a few minutes out of your week. I know that's a lot. So I'm definitely appreciative of you. Make sure that you share this podcast with at least three other people. This is very important. Definitely if you know that they are gun owners for sure. They don't necessarily have to live in Virginia. But all right, my good people, Mr. PTO will holler at you here in 2020. And I'm looking forward to seeing what that brings for us as a whole. Take care. Peace.